This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? I am doing very well. We are just a few days away from the holiday weekend extravaganza, but... I have a confession to make. Oh, good. So, you know the last couple of weeks where I've said, oh, I thought I had an email for you that I Mm -hmm, saved? mm -hmm. You know, because I... In my vast array of folders that are dealing with uh, garage logic, complaints. salespeople, complaints about Joe, complaints yeah, about John, yeah. complaints about Kenny. Death threats. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. no. But I thought I was putting all of the emails that I was saving for for us in what I still use called my beer show folder. Oh, got it. Because okay. I've been using that for right. yep. 10 years, yep. however long we were doing uh, the shows together. Well, it turns out I was putting them in a different folder. Oh, that makes so much more sense. I was going through some other stuff because I was looking for something for a client, and mm. I went, wait, that's the email I saved from... Oh. oh. Okay, so you found some good ones. Oh, I found a, a bunch of yeah. them, so I apologize to the people that had been emailing us. Mm. I was saving your emails for the show. I was just a dummy, and I was putting it in the wrong folder. So if all these emails are about, remember when the Super Bowl <laughs> happened? It's like, it, we're not going to go that far We're back. not going to go that far okay. back. Although one of them is from 2000, excuse me, a couple of them are from 2021. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. But I might just write back to them independently. Yes, and um, say, sorry, we, we missed this. So the first one com- comes to us from Scott, and this is actually dated from last Thursday, uh, subject line, The Weekly Scramble. Mm-hmm. Reavers, I don't have any kids. I do not watch any sports. I am not into food, and I am not much of a drinker. However, when you and Fratelloni get together and talk, I just can't help but listen every week. I really uh, just listen to you guys chew the fat, whatever you, whichever way you go. I can say that I even like it more than GL. Just don't tell Joe. Wow. Just because uh, that is not such a heavy conversation. Mm-hmm, please mm-hmm. keep up the good work. P.S. Please tell Mike that I'm about his age and I'm also a huge Rush fan. I recently moved the old stereo and six-disc CD player out of the garage so I can listen to the entire Rush catalog while working out there instead of the same songs on the radio. Have a great day. Wow. Scott, I love that email. I love that email, too. Because you are a huge Rush fan. I'm a huge Rush fan. I probably listen to Rush every day. No kidding. Yeah, you know, because now I have that. uh, I almost just said it. And everybody turn down your radio real quick. Amazon Alexa. I just... You know, sure, sure, turned sure. everybody's Alexa on, yeah. um, and I say, Alexa, play Rush, and guess what it does? And now, guess what? Everybody else yes. that's listening it's to us, it's so good though, because they're going to hear Tom Sawyer and they're going to say, "Mike, you're so Mike right." Mike was right, so right. I look at the things that you I did to and had every day, wow, uh, just about every day, or the cars, or you know, something from that. But I, I listen to that music, and it's just the feeling so different than the crap that's on the radio today, and it is crap. Hmm. I mean, it's just crap. But I have always been, I. I don't agree or disagree with you, but I always have been a fan of the spontaneity of the radio. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Where one hundred percent because kids today, you know, my two boys, and I'm sure your girls are the same way. It's well, Dad, play this song. Well, no, we're listening to the radio. Yeah, we got we, we don't we get, get to decide. No, something cool comes up next. I said, you guys, yeah. I used to record with my cassette player yeah. in case the song I wanted to hear. I would be yelling at Tony Fly, play the song yeah, I want to hear, quit damn it. talking over the f- f- start of oh, it, right? Oh, yeah. Can I tell you? That still makes me mad. 
I know. But if, they got to do it. Right? With certain songs, yes. Mm-hmm. I've always, okay, now now we're getting into the inner workings going, of, going of whether to ramp a song or not ramp a song. I think you got to. If you are Coyote McCloud in a song uh, and, uh, and him ramping uh, the Doobie Brothers mm-hmm. with an unbelievable intro for the 7 o'clock hour, yeah. by God all means, you nail it out of the park. But when I want to hear the beginning of Closing Time by mm-hmm. Semisonic, for okay. instance, I'm just picking because <laughs> sure. I like the beginning of that song. Yeah. Don't don't talk over the beginning of the song yeah. because A, you're not that good of a jock anyway, and B, I want to hear that. That's the best part of the song. Yeah, I, I get it, but you know, that's, why did I pick Closing Time? By I don't Semisonic? know of all the songs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why because that is that is that's one of the saddest songs ever too because it puts you right back into that spot where you're at the bar and you're having fun and all of a sudden the lights kick on. Yeah. And I tried to express that to my kids and I know we talk about kids, but I said, hey, you never want to stay to stay to a, the end of a party. Right? Absolutely. You want to show up a little late. And then you want to leave a little early and you yep. want to make people think like, oh, he's got go? something to do, Yeah, right? They have something to do or she has something to do. But nothing's worse than I'm having so much fun. This is great. And all of a sudden the lights kick on and that feeling of just dread. My, like uh, the night is over. My group of inner friends call it pulling a reavers. Oh, really? Oh, he just left. Oh, he just, yeah. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, we'll, we'll send him a text. Yeah. So speaking of that, I didn't know we were going to go here, but we, here we are. Here we go. Um, I was at a... Christmas slash dinner party mm-hmm. of somebody well known in the broadcast industry here in the Twin Cities. Nice. He was. I was doing some work with him at a different station um, okay. here in the building, and he was nice enough to invite the show that I was on out to this Chris- wow. Christmas party. And That's so it was. Nice. It was me and my wife and mm-hmm. two other couples that were associated with the show. Cool. And I did the. I looked at Jess and went, "We should probably go." Oh. Just because you can tell, like it's. Yeah. It's it's wrapping up. Someone's having shots. And the other and people yeah, yeah. that I was with and their significant others, they stayed the they whole stayed, time. And they yeah. stayed a little too long. <laughs> right. Oh, no. That's but uncomfortable. It, but it was it ended up being fine. But I could just tell, like, it's it's time to go. As you get older and you become Plus, more, I just wanted to go. Yeah. You, yeah. When you become more Suchere-esque, you don't care about that stuff anymore. You're like, oh, see you later. Oh, you're leaving? Yep. I'm leaving. Well, they, Joe the always answer says. Is, I'm just leaving. The, Joe always says. He appreciates more when you don't invite him to something. One hundred percent. Like, <laughs> would you like to go to the soccer game? I have a great buddy, my buddy Ronick, invites me to soccer games all the time, right? And I'll, I always have a great time at the soccer games. They're really a great time. As in, like the the the, the Minnesota loons. United Loons, okay, right? Okay, gotcha. Yep. And they're super fun, but and no, I don't want to go to any more of them. Like, I, you had season tickets, you're stuck with the twenty three games or whatever they have. I'll go to one or two. And again, every time yep. I really enjoy it. Although he lost his mind. Right. So he's he's a frugal, smart accountant. Okay. And we went and I ordered two drinks. And, you know, of course, he's buying the tickets. I have to buy the drinks. And like two drinks. I think I talked about this on the beer show before or on the weekly scramble before. It was like fifty four dollars plus tip for two drinks, two drinks. And I I almost feel like you can quote me on that because I think I'm like right on. And I was I was like, it's okay. You got the tickets. I'll get, you know, the drinks. And he's just, that's it. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. He's hes mad then. He got wow. mad. And he wasn't even paying, but he was just like, how is that possible? And I said, well, you ordered a double, and I ordered a double. And, Royce you know. and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It might have been on either on Monday Night Sports Talk, or maybe he and I were just mm-hmm. chewing the fat, because I never remember. I always just sit right here. Yeah, it's the same. When you, you come in, when Joe show, comes yeah. in, when when Pat comes mm-hmm. in. So I never know if, oh, did we talk about it on the show or mm-hmm. not? But I remember he, we were, oh, it was when the Yankees were in town uh, against the Twins. And usually when the Yankees come to town, they drop pretty well, and especially when both teams are in first place. But I think the largest crowd they had was 
and I don't quote me, but maybe twenty three thousand okay. at Target Field, which that's oh, that's kind of odd. Yeah. But you know, everything's more expensive, mm-hmm. so people are making decisions. Well, I can't afford to go spend one hundred and fifty dollars for four tickets, and you know, fifteen dollars for a beer, and twenty bucks to park my car. Yep. So people are just making decisions, and I think that's a big part of it. Like what you were just saying, because it has to be. When we, when we went to the Cardinals game a couple weeks ago, I went, "Whoa, wait, what now?" Yeah. I'm just feeding my kids, and I had a diet coke, mm-hmm. and it was still sixty bucks. Yeah. And I just, just thought that's insane. Yeah. It, anyway. it, everything's getting more expensive. It yeah. is what it is, and. This too shall pass. Yes, you would. Although uh, every time I read a story about gas stations like adding one more digit so they can just prep for the ten dollar a gallon, yeah, I just that it if makes I see me another one, of the, it makes me want to cry. Yeah, I've had once a couple of those days, the last couple of days, where I got some surprises, and I'm like, ah, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to take a nap. <laughs> just have everybody be quiet for a while. Uh, our next email comes to us from Jason. Subject line: Iran's gas price. Iran, I- Iran's gas prices. Uh, hey, Reeves, I heard Mike on the scramble talk about the fuel price in Iran. I completely believe that to be true. When I was in Iraq in 2004, it was five cents a gallon. Oh, you're it's insane me. what they pay. Wow. So you were right. Five But now it makes but, me want to move to Iraq. Of course, that was 2004. No, you're not going to move to Iraq. Do. No, you, just just to save far- money on fuel. Yes. <laughs> and then you know what I could do is I could send my dad receipts and say, Dad, you think your Costco gas was great? Look what I got in Iraq. <laughs> Filled up a 20-gallon tank for a buck. So we were having this discussion on GL about the holiday travel season, and you know everyone does something for the 4th. Even if they mm-hmm. stay at home, they do something. People yeah. come over, you have a barbecue, whatever. I'm curious to see if roads are going to be bonanza. Yeah. This coming weekend, I, I'm you know I've I've made it clear I'm I'm doing a road trip slash vacation with my family again this year. You're doing that I, thing where you drive out and they fly in. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so weird. Well, it's so and, weird. I love. God bless you, right? That you're yeah. doing it and you're smart because you don't have to do the rental but car. You get to that's see impossible. the world. You get to see the country, man. You do get to see the country. Yep, I get it. I I feel for you, and it makes sense that you're doing it. If in you were some my way. co-pilot, if you were my goose. Mm-hmm. How long would you last if we left this station and we started heading west? If I was not driving, I wouldn't last 30 minutes because I can't be in a car without driving. I'm the same way. Yeah, I just yeah. I have to be the driver. Period. Unless I need a driver. Yeah. Yes. Then, then, I'm, then I, I just, have no problem. There's never a situation where I'm not the driver, right? I'm always the driver. Sure. And in fact, we were uh, up at the cabin driving over to a different cabin, and it was like an hour-long drive. I asked my wife to drive because I was going to do some work, and... 15 minutes into it, I asked her to pull over so I could drive. It felt so weird. I kept putting my foot down to brake. I mean, and she's a fine driver. Sure. You know, totally sure, fine. Sure. I just, it, it's not where I'm, I'm not meant to be. So I can never drive in England because I'd be on the wrong side of the car. Oh, yeah. I think I could do the wrong side of the road, but the wrong side of the car, I, I just couldn't do. But what it, what's funny is I was actually talking to Rook about this today because Delta has basically made an announcement saying, Hey, um, be prepared. If you have intentions on flying this weekend, good luck to you. Yeah. They've so I don't know if you heard this story. Um, they have issued uh, what would you call it an announcement saying if you had a flight booked between I believe Friday the first mm-hmm. and Monday the fourth, they'll waive the trip charge. They'll yep. say Just switch it you out. can yep. switch it right now for whatever. I think it has to be the same destination. Okay, uh, but the, the, they're not going to charge you more. Charge yeah. you whatever. They're, they're saying if you need to change it, that's completely fine because. They know what a bleep show this weekend's mm. going to be at the airport. I do follow, you know, I'm an av geek, right? I, I like aviation. It's just really cool. I'm, I don't what know is how to it fly. called? 
It's a, I follow a podcast called Av Geeks. AVA, oh, yeah, right? you've mentioned this show before. Yeah, and before. they're just really good guys, and they do a really great podcast. And these are all former pilots? They're Is that all the just bit? people that love planes. Like, they record the sounds of takeoffs of random jets. <laughs> right? So they're nerds. the guys standing it. standing at the end of the runway with a microphone in the air like, did you hear that? That was a 777 going to, you know, whatever. And so these guys were talking about a, a, a certain airport, and I forget which one, but they have 52% of the staff that was working pre-COVID. So they're down to 52%, wow. yet travel is 104% of, of what, what it was. was. And so it's like literally they have half the amount of people that they need, right, for the for – the, the, and it's like, oh, wow, how does that work? And they said in every aspect, it's you know from TSA to bag guys to flight attendants to pilots, and it's like, wow. And, and one of the stories is they're starting to cut corners on airline safety, and they, they were talking about – the examples of it, you know, they, they don't cut corners on maintenance, right? That's still done, and, and flying planes is, is quite safe. But they said, like, they used to have, and I want to say American Airlines, and excuse me if it's not American Airlines, so maybe it's not, but they were saying, hey, if you fly into Guatemala City for the first time ever, normally as a pilot, you would fly with kind of an instructor pilot who's flown into Guatemala City to say, hey, you know, pay attention to this, da, da, da. Watch out for that. Watch out for that. Yep. You know, sometimes they shoot bottle rockets up, whatever it is, Right. And they said they don't do that anymore. Now they say, hey, go to the iPad, number 5485, pull that down, and it runs you through the landing in Guatemala City. And I'm like, uh, that's not the same thing. Because I've been on iPads where you don't pay a lot of attention, but I have a strange feeling when you're piloting a 737 into Guatemala City, you're paying a little bit more attention. And the other thing that they're failing to uh, mention is the fact that it's tough to ask a YouTube video a question, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, from my experience yeah, like, anyway. What should I do here? Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it is weird because you would think that because plane tickets are up so incredibly high, I mean... Tickets that were $300 round trip are $900 one way now. You'd think that would soften travel. It has not softened travel. Travel travel is going through the roof. I did you know, call them you know, nerds, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Being guys that are recording planes, you know, keep in mind, I, I am the guy that has seen Top Gun Maverick four times <laughs> yes. in the theater. So I, that's pretty much the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> and I plan on seeing it on the 4th of July. So No, you do not. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, weirdo. And I probably will still weep at the very end of it. <laughs> My God, seriously? Oh, yeah, probably. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'll be half in the bag, but still I'll be like, oh, I love you, Maverick. (laughs) But you mentioned flights, rental cars, and whatever, and I was talking to somebody not rookie in the industry, basically saying, because I was trying to see, hey, is there a way I can maybe circumnavigate what what my plans are because gas is going to be really ridiculous? He says, well, no, Reavers, here's the deal. There's a reason that flights are three times as much. Rental cars are three times as much. It's because they can be. They can be. It's yep. because these companies, airlines, rental cars, whatever, all these travel and leisure companies mm-hmm. lost so much money mm-hmm. 18 months ago, you know, from basically Feb of 2020, yep. you know, for the next 14, 15 months, whatever it was, they got to make that money back. And mm-hmm. they can right now because yep. everyone made their travel plans months ago. Well, mm-hmm. let's just say for the most part, you bought a non refundable flight. Well, you're still going to go through with it. That's mm-hmm. kind of the boat that we're in. We yeah. thought about, oh, should we still do this? Yeah. And but we thought, well, the flight's already booked. We already did the Airbnb, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll we'll still do it. But I was thinking, gosh, should we still go through with this? Because who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Did, did, were you guys talking about on uh, GL? Were you talking about Toro? Is that what it's called? That that rental car company where you rent your own car? 
Did you guys have that story where someone found a um, an Apple token or what are what are they called those Apple well, things in the Toro car? I should I should preface this. Okay, it may have been brought up and I was okay. not paying attention, okay. especially if there was a Twins game because they did play a day game yesterday. Got it. Well, this was a, this was a couple think, weeks ago. I don't think it came up on the show if, unless unless I missed it completely. So the concept was is like you know they're talking about Airbnbs and people have like a camera in an Airbnb. And they're like, well, that's, you know, like they're putting about, people are putting a bunch of videos online saying, look, at I found cameras in an Airbnb. And it's like, no, you didn't. Right. And it's, but they're kind of, they're kind of shafting Airbnb because Airbnb is like, well, that's not true. But, there were not cameras in that Airbnb. But there have been instances where customers or excuse me, renters of Airbnb have been busted. Yes. Okay. Yep. And, 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 you know, and I have an Airbnb that I, I rent out, right? Yep, yep. And, and we don't have any cameras in it, but Not I could yet see, anyway. Yeah, I could see having cameras at the entrance, like, oh, wait, you know, we said you can only have eight people in, you know, 48 people oh, just walked in or whatever. Sure, sure. Whatever that. But they were talking about this rental car company, and I, I believe it's called Toro, and I might, I might be for it might be Toro, Toro, whatever. But, Not the lawnmower company. No. Yeah, right. But you, um, you just put your personal car up for rent, right? You just. Put your vehicle up for rent, and you say, "Hey, it's." And people are making a fortune doing this. So, okay, let me see if I understand this correctly. Uh, families flying into MSP, they need an SUV for the week. Mm-hmm. I'm renting them my Traverse for seven days, and I'm going to charge them X amount of dollars. Yep, seventy bucks a day or whatever it is. What and, is the damage deposit? Or yeah, but I mean, you have insurance, right? They have insurance, and, I and it's just like Airbnb. Airbnb has a certain insurance, so if someone comes into my Airbnb and trashes it, Airbnb carries this insurance for us, right? Mm-hmm. So we have can make a claim. Not that that's ever happened, but I thought that's kind of an interesting thing, and it's usually for people who want to rent something a little more unique, like if you wanted to rent a Tesla or a Corvette or something, people put their cars up, but people are finding in the cars these little GPS devices, and they're getting all mad. And I thought, well, don't you think, dummy, <laughs> that when you have a 2022 Corvette that you're you know, renting out to someone, right. that it has GPS already built into it, and the person who owns the car knows exactly where it is, exactly how fast it's going, exactly what you know latitude and longitude it's at 24-7? So I used to, when I was in, when I was in college... I had a job delivering vending stuff. So, you mm-hmm. know, if I'd fill up pop machines and crap like that, I seriously, I loved that job. <laughs> yeah. it, well, you got a, to drive one. You dr- love driving. I'm, I'm behind the wheel. But yeah. no, but honestly, the reason I loved it so much is you were, if you worked your butt off, mm-hmm. if you were on time, if you did everything you were asked to do, they left you alone. Yeah. They just said, here's your route, uh, here's your times or whatever. All the free quarters you could take. Well, it was, but you did. You got free snacks. So yeah, as a college all, kid so who doesn't love free all snacks. All the expired snacks, I assume they were like, toss them out or eat them, right? But I loved it because you could get, so, oh, I'm ahead of my route and this place doesn't open until noon. I'll just uh, run here because I've got to pick up something mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And they were, as again, as long as you, you did. did everything yeah. that you were required to do, they never bugged you. But I mean, granted, if you weren't very good at the job and you were always late, yeah. then you they were on your case. Sure. But if you did your job, they left you alone. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've always told the owner of that company, when I get fired from radio, I'm coming back to do that job. Nice. I loved it that much. It was really? that much fun. Okay. Anyway, but now they have these trekking devices on the vans oh, and the, yeah. and the, and the right. trucks that you're driving. And I thought, well, I don't want to do that now. Yeah, you know, nah. I, I want to be able to go to Cub and grab my groceries and bring them to my apartment or yep. whatever because that's what you got to do. That way, when you were done, you just went home for the day. That's we we have <laughs> we have them on all of our vehicles, all of our oh, company sure, vehicles. Sure. You know, yep. but we tell everybody yep. like, hey, we know where we are. We know how, and it, we have to do it for insurance purposes. So if somebody's going too fast, we can say, hey, what's going on? Why are you going so fast? And so on. So we can actually, yep. but we don't. It's not like we look at it every day. We usually look at it for logistics purposes. Like, oh, we need to go pick something up. Who's the closest? Sure. And you know, get those trucks out. But yeah, the the whole 
whole world of not knowing where people are 24 seven is is gone. <laughs> Did you um, hear that story about that? The, the poor uh, radio guy that that passed away? Yes, Drew Lee. Drew Lee, isn't that a sad story? Well, we mentioned it briefly on Garage Logic, I believe, on Monday, and I had only met Drew, I think, twice. Once was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I, I, and I didn't really, I can't say I knew him well. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'd met him, but I know that a lot of people that know him well, that I know well, said he's one of the greatest guys ever. Yeah, and, it's, and for, it's too bad. I, it I was sad to hear that. Super, super sad. And what the weird thing, if you're not familiar with this, is it's you know K Talks Morning Show, KTLK's Morning and Show. And I will confess, I never, I don't think I ever listened to their show. Show was great, even right? by accident. It, it, it yeah. was a good show. It was you know kind of conservative talk radio in the morning, right? Because that was their only live local show right on that station was um, there anything else syndicated yeah let me think yeah it, pr- it probably would be yep. because after lewis left afternoon drive i think they replaced it with syndicated programming yep. correct yep okay yep and sorry yeah I'm, I'm just trying to think it run through the schedule but um yeah so i know, know such listen to the show yeah you yeah, know you just right. it's not every sing- single second but one of the guys went in to have heart surgery yeah right? i know his partner yeah, and you know, I, when I heard one of them passed away, I thought, "Oh no!" I I thought his surgery maybe didn't go well, or super. It tragic. turns out it was the other and guy. It turns out, sadly, it was the other guy. I it's know. like, what are the chances of that? That's kind of sad. It's you know, it's it's as you get older, it just seems like more people are just not there. And like the Rush Limos of the world, just dead. You know, and just guys you you pay attention to. And I wonder if that's just how life is. But that has to get tiring as you get old, as, as your friends just start dying off. Yeah. If you're lucky enough to be old enough that you're outliving people. Yeah, that's right? a good point. You probably, you might not have experienced that yet. You're still pretty young. No, I've lost a couple of friends. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, right. it's always a bummer and it's always a reminder. But I have those reminders all the time, just whether it's involved with amateur baseball or Man, I'm bleeping old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when I heard you, when you told me that you had to play the other day. Oh, God. And I thought, well, I mean, were you the oldest guy by 15 years or is there any other 40-year-old dudes out there? There's, that are doing... There are a couple of 40-year-old guys. Okay. I, won't, I won't name them, but they know okay. who they are. They're okay. out there that I know. That, In fact, I ran into one of them on Saturday because mm-hmm. when we didn't have a game on Saturday, we decided to take the, the boys um, to the Jordan baseball day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I, hey, by the way, that was my wife's idea. I wasn't even aware of it, and she's the one that brought it up. And we didn't have a game. And she said, Well, hey, look, they're going to have a band. They have a game, I think, at five o'clock. And then our next door neighbor, neighbor Rob, he's awesome. Mm -hmm. And his wife and their beautiful girl, well, we'll go. So we we drove like two miles or whatever it was to the ballpark, and we hung out, watched the game. Who was playing? It was another. Yeah, so it was the Jordan Town team, and they were playing. So on the day Winston. you didn't have Town Ball, you went to watch Town Ball. Yeah. So why don't you play for the Jordan team if you live in Jordan? Faribault's my team. Okay. It's my hometown. It's okay. my team. I left him once. I'm not leaving him again. Okay. Nope. That's the... <laughs> You're such a romantic. I know. I really I, am. I, I really appreciate that. You know, not a lot of guys still do town baseball at 40. When, no, there, you know what? There's more than you would than you there, realize. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Because I, I, I didn't know if I had to be the one to tell you that <laughs> maybe you maybe you got to hang up the cleats. Okay. So we mentioned Maverick, mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick, yeah, yeah. highly recommended by the Weekly Scramble, even though Mike kind of liked it. But I, I liked it so much yes. that I filled up the remaining stars on your three I and a half it a star. B, you gave it an A plus yeah. plus plus. Out of five stars, Mike gave it three and a half, mm-hmm. but I gave it like seventeen, mm-hmm. so it made up for your lack of interest. But Rick and Bill both emailed us the. What's my call sign generator? Oh, and nice. I, I tried to click on it thinking, okay, what's the process? Because it's kind of difficult to navigate through that when you're also trying to host the show. Mm-hmm. 
So unfortunately, when I went to enter it, you, you give them your name. Okay. And then it asks for all sorts of different stuff that I didn't really even. So like, for instance, okay, it says, what's your what's your name? What's your call sign? Start your mission. And then it's, oh, we need a camera. We need, I thought, oh, this is going to be problematic. Oh, no. So I didn't want to go through all that. Do they have that. credit card? Do they have like, a, put in your credit card. What are the what are the first four digits of your social <laughs> right. security number? But It is cool. Mm. I thought it was going to be a lot simpler than that. But Bill did, did suggest that my whatever it, it generated, mm. my call sign should be Town Ball. Oh, and I said, that's not bad. Oh, God damn right. That's my call yeah. sign. Or Town Balls. Because that's with a Z. <laughs> that sounds a little bit more edgy. Right. 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 It, it maybe has a couple. Of, it's maybe an entendre there, like a little bit of a double entendre. No one knows. So what I'll do is I'll put this up in okay. an, that will accompany our show post on the, the website. So if people want to click on it and find out what their call sign would be. Like I said, the computer that I'm using just doesn't have a camera. So I'm going to guess it would... Oh, Take a picture face. of your face, but then also give yeah. you a helmet. That's what my guess is. Oh, that's that's why they're asking oh, see, that for. That would be really cool. That's why I'd, they're asking for. I think for I'd it. look great in one of those F fourteen helmets. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing screams pilot like my face. Right. Um, all right. Here's another email from Julie. It says, "Reavers, love the weekly scramble show with you and Mike. We have been traveling a lot, and sure enjoy your podcast. Bob, my husband, and I find ourselves laughing and agreeing with." Most of what you guys say. <laughs> um, we listen to the car on a cruise ship and at our Arizona home. It feels great to stay in contact with Minnesota. Like Mike, we are a CDH family. I love his stories and can relate. Uh, we just got back to Minnesota and we'll continue to enjoy your podcast. Thanks for keeping us smiling, Julie and Bob. Well, thank you very much That's for really listening. That's really nice. Yeah. And nice, you know, nice to throw in the like, hey, whether we're on a cruise ship. Or at our the house in Arizona. <laughs> the humble like, brag. Now I kind of want to know them because if they have a nice house in Arizona, right? I too, you know, just think of that, Reavers. You could send your kids down on a plane and you could just drive to Arizona and meet them, and we could stay at their place. That's the one thing that you know, honest to God. So when I was a just a listener of Garage Logic, mm-hmm. I felt like I knew you guys so well, right? Well, kind of did. I, yeah, but. You know, I was maybe I was a little bit more than a listener because I had been advertising, sure, right? But, sure. But then all of a sudden, I, I remember a time when Sushre was like he was between houses or, or needed a place to stay in Florida, and I thought, well, why don't you just stay at my house? <laughs> and I can't fathom if some random stranger called me up and said, Mike, just go ahead and stay at my house. I'd say that's really generous, but there's no way I'm going to do that. <laughs> I right? only have nine cameras in the yeah, upstairs I, yeah, bathroom alone. And, but I thought my little monkey brain was like, yeah, Sushre will totally say that. Or when Ricey's when Ricey's sold his place, and I was yeah. like, we're for my just go down there just use it and go to the games leave some diet cokes i put some diet cokes on the fridge i don't know why but but you got to remember we listen to you guys for hours a day so we feel like we know you right when in reality you are a twisted individual that no one really knows you're like an enigma there is one person that would 150 percent take you up on all that rookie rookie would be the first one to raise his hand and say your place is where? Yeah. And it's for free? I'll be there tomorrow. Yes. And oh, by the way, I have a flight I can get down there. Right. On. Oh, that's, yeah. Maybe let's not let Rookie in fact, to this. In fact, w- no one was more disappointed that Roycey sold the Roycey estate in Fort Myers than Rookie. Did Rookie go down there? Oh, my God. Oh, really? He shared Unless, the estate? Okay. Here, here's, uh-huh. here was the Roycey uh, estate scheduling uh, mm-hmm. f- for the, whether it was the winter months, whatever. So he would be down there for spring training. Yeah. And if he wasn't down there during that time in spring training, Lavelle was staying there. Really? And sometimes both Lavelle and Ricey would stay there oh, if they were covering spring funny. training. And then if it was 
you know, MEA weekend, it was rookie. If it was Thanksgiving weekend, it was rookie. So it was it was pretty funny. Well, that's really nice. That yeah. was really he's a super generous guy. Ricey? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he is, really is. He is totally. It's funny because he comes off if you if you're just casually listening, he comes off like he could be a little bit of a curmudgeon. He's not even remotely close to a curmudgeon. I met a listener over the weekend at uh at an event and basically he was asking me, he said, Hey, I don't want to be I don't want to be weird, but mm. hey, what's Ricey really like? Is he really that cranky? Oh. And I said yeah, kind of. I said, but also the thing that people need to understand about Roycey is this. If it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you've had way too much to drink mm-hmm. and you're in the middle of nowhere, Roycey is the guy that will come get you. Yep. He will cuss you out the entire way back, mm-hmm. but he'll come get you. Yeah, but he'll come get you. Yeah. yeah that's the yeah. kind of guy Pat yeah, is. He, he's you just... stupid bleeping, 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 bleep. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but he's the kind of guy that would come get you. And then he'll drive to some small podunk town because some manager of a high school wrestling team is going to go 23 and 0 and he'll do a story on it. I'm like, oh, you know, that would have to be re- Could you imagine doing what Sushere does, coming up with a poignant story once a week? No. I I can't. Well, I can't. Yeah, we do this. No, I said a poignant story. Oh, yeah, yeah. A story that matters. Not rambling that, nonsense. I mean, I, and then having to write it. Yeah, right. Oh, no, I could not. I mean, if they said ad lib for 15 minutes, Mike, I could do that, I but know it would I've, be about nothing. I know I've told this story with, with you on this on this show in one form or another, but it's, it's worth repeating since Roycey was brought up. When we first had the pandemic and we weren't really sure what was going to happen, and and you know, keep in mind, so that's you know, mid-March, all of a sudden it's April, it's May, and and us town ballers, we didn't know, are we going to have a season? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be able to play? And there was a lot of infighting with the state amateur board. About half of them wanted to say, we're outside. We're outside. Let's go play we baseball. barely touch each other. A lot yeah. of youth sports had already canceled their mm-hmm. baseball seasons, including my two sons, and they were super bummed out. Yeah. And then finally, two teams just said, bleep it, we're playing a game. Mm-hmm. And it was right around Memorial Day, I want to say, maybe a little bit before, a little bit after. I can't remember the exact day. But it was the Gibbon Reds. And you are probably asking, where the hell is Gibbon? Gibbon? I thought that was an animal in Africa. If you go to my old place in Carver, west on 212, Mm -hmm. a decent decent haul from here, Mm -hmm. then you get back in that car and keep heading west on 212 for about another hour and 15 minutes. Like, that's southwest Minnesota. That's That's, like, uh, that's where Gibbon is, basically. And so they decided to host, I believe it was the Jordan Brewers, Hmm. and they just said, hey. Uh, we own the field. We're not. Uh, we uh, the jurisdiction is not held by the city. Yeah, we can. If do you guys want to come out and play, we'll host you. Wow. And so, and I was, I had kind of heard rumblings and whatnot, but Royce called me. It was a Sunday afternoon, either a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. I can't remember. But Royce had called me that morning. I said, Oh, Pat's calling. All right, this ought to be good. Mm-hmm. Whenever Ricey calls, you answer, right? Because you never, it can be just some random observation that he made at the speedway across the street. <laughs> yeah. You never know what it's going to okay. be. And I said, yo. And he goes, hey, bleephead. And I said, what's up? He goes, we're going to Gibbon. I'll be there at two or you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, all right, we're going all to right, Gibbon. We're going to Gibbon. And so he comes out to my house to pick me up because he said, there's a game out there. Sure. We're going to go, I'm going to go chronicle it. And so, he comes he comes to my house and picks me up and drops off like 17 bags of candy for my my kids and my wife looks at him and says Pat yeah thank you what the hell yeah. he's like ah this ought to tie him over till dinner oh that's funny. anyway so we get out there and I'm thinking all right I I knew I've I've driven through it didn't mm-hmm. really know how big of a city it was I'm guessing like 500 whatever there had to have been 
10,000 people at this game. Oh, you're kidding It me. was awesome. Okay. It was so much fun. Yeah. Super spreader, I know. Sure. But was, of course, one of those events. Yeah. We, we walk up because this was when Governor Walls had said no gatherings over 250 mm-hmm. or whatever that mm-hmm. number was, that arbitrary number was. And so <laughs> Ricey goes up to one of the people that were you know in the press box. He goes, what are we looking at for a crowd? And the guy looks at him and goes, 249 people. <laughs> I'm thinking... There's 249 people in this oh, section. Wow, it was awesome. It? it was so much fun. It's it's still people um, uh, talking about COVID real quickly. Sure. I, I heard a stat that if you have, and don't, this is not, do not quote me on this, and I do not believe this, and I could be this totally. This is gospel. This is, this is not gospel. <laughs> it may not be facts, but you're 5.2% more likely to die of COVID if you've had both shots and a booster than you, you are if you're not if you had no you're shots kidding of, no and I'm like wait that what was can't that be do right. you know what that's from the CDC so so don't don't quote me on it really but look that up yourself and I said well is that well, the internet right just playing with me because some mathematician just pulled the numbers up and said well wait you actually have a greater likelihood Okay, look it up. He's, well, I, he I have to because can we're going to get quickly. emails. And, and again, I caveat that thing, right? I could be totally, totally wrong. But there was some weird stat that, because it seems like more people, from what I understand, are getting COVID vaccinated than the unvaxed. Is that true? Have you okay, heard that? This is from WebMD. Okay. And it's dated February 3rd of 2022. That's pretty old. Okay, February third. I because this is just I googled exactly okay, what you just said. Okay, so, but gonna, d- yes. I want you to I want you to listen to me. I want you to focus. Okay, got it. Because it kind of corroborates what you're saying. Oh, okay, got it. February third, two thousand and twenty-two, and see, you're now going to the Chris Reavers slash what I've been ingrained from the Joe Souchere School of mm, Broadcasting. Believe nothing. Where no, okay. it's. <laughs> Don't open your bleeping mouth unless you have, you know what I mean? I threw the caveat out yep, there. Yep, you did. I 100% so that's said, why I, not, wanna, I even said, do not believe me. And that's why I no. wanted to preface okay. it by saying that so that you know people understand we're just going by what we're reading. We were, yeah. February 3rd, 2022. Americans who have received a COVID-19 booster shot are 97 times less likely to die from the coronavirus than those who aren't vaccinated. Okay. Uh, according to a new update from the CDC. Sure. So, but that's not just a vaccination. This is a vaccination and a booster. Correct. So, in addition, fully vaccinated Americans, meaning those with up to two doses but no booster, okay, are 14 times less likely to die from COVID 19 than okay, unvaccinated people. So, that's weird. So, it's getting smaller, yep. right? The percentage um, is getting tighter. Um, Fauci, no, thank you. Uh, okay. Okay. So wait, wait, read that that again. So if you had just the COVID vaccination, you're 97% less likely to die. Correct. Okay. But, and if you have the COVID vaccination plus a booster, you're only. No, if you've had, if you've had two doses, but no booster 14 times less likely to die. Okay. So is that 14 times or 14% less likely? I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, talk amongst yourselves. No, because here's what's going to happen. Mike. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are now going to get you. We, we we talked so glowingly about all the emails that I discovered at the beginning of the and, show. And I one hundred percent. I just this is one of those stats that you just hear. But it was from it was it was a, a stat that I heard on the radio, not on the internet. Okay. Right? okay. So I listened to it on the radio someplace. Ooh, who can we blame then? That, well, obviously the radio. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. What yeah, show? No, I, I just I, I I don't. Was know, it but... Dave Ryan? Was it Crisco? No, no. Was no. it Lori and Julia? No. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna no, try to find this. I'm kidding. I don't want to um, throw anybody in the bus. Well, look at that. We're out of time. <laughs> I, I, it's it's so interesting. Yeah, I know. I, but I'm gonna find this. 
and then we can post it. Uh, I'm just going to send a preemptive uh, email to the boss. <laughs> well, I did say don't believe me. That's true. And Because I'm a vaccinated person. You know what it's like? Yeah. It's, it's like when a talk show host prefaces a statement by saying, with all due respect. <laughs> because when you hear a, a talk show host say, with all due respect, that means he's going to rip the crap out of him. Yeah. But because he said, with all due respect, absolutely, you can't absolutely. be offended. Yes. And I am a pro-vax guy. Sure. So you you know that, right? You know, but here's what what might happen. We might get that actual information from an avid listener that heard that and okay, might have heard so the same me, thing. Okay, so let me restate what I think it was. It was if you had both your your first and second shot and a booster, you have like a 5.2% better chance of dying from COVID once you get COVID than the population that does not have. And But it's just that weird combination. Hmm. I'm sure now that I say it out loud, it does not seem true. It it just can't be true. That's what I was kind of wondering, and I was hoping to hoping to find some information. Uh, um, yeah, this is not good radio. Okay, so uh, I don't even know how to transition out of this, but I have to bring this up because it's been taking place in my backyard. Well, incidentally, in my backyard, but they've been filming a new movie in Jordan, Minnesota. Really? Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this. What's it called? Um, but I I don't even remember what the name of the movie's called. But it's Michael been does crowded. Jordan. In fact, I think I think they're done filming because they were filming parts of it in Jordan and also parts of it a little bit further south in Henderson. Okay. And it was starring that one guy from Stranger Things, Joey. What's his nuts? They, I don't remember they, what his name is. I don't. I don't. I, the I, one who got pissed because the cops didn't use his. Right no pronoun? idea. Okay. No idea. Got it. Okay. But I've been seeing a lot of Stranger Things tweets, including from Pat, who just basically said. Grandkids have introduced me to Stranger Things. Adults who watch this should be ashamed of themselves. Because <laughs> I have heard it's terribly overrated. But it's uh, obviously not intended for the likes of us. It's more likely intended for your teenage daughters. My, my kids love it. Yeah, and that, that would be it. my guess. That yeah. would be my guess. Okay, anyway, so I have no idea what to make of that. But I just thought it was kind of funny because it's, there were, it's the, streets, scary. the streets were crowded. To to watch the filming and you it, you can't even see anything really but they just wanted to be near it and I see sometimes it's kind of fun to see when when those things are happening right I told you that time where I met Keanu Reeves in downtown Minneapolis because he was here filming something mm-hmm. and he was just sitting at a table by himself having a beer and then a couple of gals went over and introduced themselves and these were just like regular old gals right and they sat with him and he ha- sat there had beers with him I thought huh I guess that's what it's like to be Keanu Reeves you, that was years ago do you know my claim to fame. No, were you in a movie? I'm in the Mighty Ducks three. <gasps> what were you? Um, an extra, but oh, that really? doesn't mean okay. I, I, I'm a star. Did in you the movie. did you skate at all? So the movie parts of the movie are filmed at Shattuck mm-hmm. in in Faribault. Yep. And you see, I believe it's after the the Mighty Ducks are introduced as whatever they were the the, the JV team or whatever they're introduced at in mm-hmm. front of the school assembly okay and you see a bunch of kids i went to high school in the very front row i was pointing up because we watched the movie the other night and you really and i was pointing out oh i i know who that person is and that person and you can see barely the top of my head all the way in the back because of course me and my buddies were late oh be here so, at 10 okay. o'clock which means be here at 9 30 or you're going to be way in the back so as an extra did you get uh, credits is your name chris reavers no. extra okay no. and you didn't get paid no you don't get mailbox money for every time someone watches that no, no. i was not okay so it's not one of those. It's not so great that you have it. Okay. I also have another uh, movie star story, uh, uh, incidentally enough, that was filmed at Shattuck, starring Alyssa Milano. Uh, ooh, the uh, Melissa Milano. I was working at the uh, 
Ace Hardware Store mm-hmm. in high school. Yep, in Faribault. Yeah. Um, as you, you, not you, one you, of ours. Not, not one yeah. of yours, but you know the family very yep. well. Yep. And so this was, I believe, the summer of my junior into my senior year. And it was one of those Saturday nights. Well, not Saturday night. I mean, we close at 6 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were rushing in to get something. And I was about to lock the door. And I was always, hey, if they if they were running, we'll be super sure. quick. And I was, come on in, I don't yeah, care. On, I mean, we'll do we're in, yep. You're going to cause me an extra five minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's all good. And so I let it was her, and I didn't even recognize her at first. I just let them in because it looked like they really needed oh. something, whatever. Because it was, uh, I just let some random hot chicken. I wonder why you would do that. <laughs> no, but I mean, she had like the hooded sweatshirt okay. on, so you couldn't uh, even tell who she was. Really? Whatever. So there were five people. They came in. They said, we just need a couple of parts. Uh, we're working on a set. I said, oh, yeah, go right ahead. I'm just, is it okay if I sweep the floor? Because mm-hmm. I was the cashier, and I said, just ring the buzzer whenever you need me to come up. So I'm mm-hmm. sweeping the floor, and I could hear him rustling about in the back. And finally, I said, oh, I better go help him. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I am going to be here a lot longer yeah. than I wanted. And they were looking for some hardware, you know, nuts and bolts sure. and things like that. And uh, they were in one of those aisles that had the, the, the pullout drawers, yep. right? Okay. Yep. And so they were looking for this and that. And I finally went, oh, crap, they're from that vampire movie. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Wow, yeah. And so, and because, you know, it was in the paper, the mm-hmm. Fairmont Daily News okay, that they're yeah. in town or whatever. And then I started to put two and two together. And then, because she had removed her head, I said, oh, that's Alyssa Milano well, right there. Well, and, and at that point in time, she was at, like, the pinnacle. That's oh, yeah, when this she was is a huge, relatively huge star. Wow, okay. I'm going to guess. And so. Did you take your shot? Oh, yeah. Okay. And so they're going through this, they're going through that, and they were looking for a certain size. And... <clears throat> I pulled out a um, a deck screw mm-hmm. and just went screw. Oh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I did get a half snicker from you know here's some sixteen year old mm. nerdy one hundred and sixty pound yeah. six foot three dork <laughs> with his glasses on that uh, just just went for it right. Uh. And I did get a half snicker and then she of course she turned and she said no we we need like nuts and bowls. I said mm. oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 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 That's, what did you think I meant? And yeah. so anyway, that's, uh, that's, well, that's, that's a good claim to fame. Yeah, that's my claim right? to fame. Anyway, you so. should have like, if you would have been so romantic, just think you could be Mr. Alyssa Milano. Based upon how nuts she is now. I think I'm well, good. I think you know, I'm, I think I'm good. You never know what <laughs> anyway, she's gone through, but that's true. That's a very good point. But anyway, so, um, yeah, you're right. I, I could have been Mr. Mr. Milano. Yeah. And just think of I, that. I Would you have here. taken her last name? Probably. <laughs> Basically just done whatever she said. Anyway. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. Rivers, you're the best. I'm going to look up that stat. Please do it. Okay. And Mike will tweet it out for, no, f- for further information or he'll text it to me and then I'll tweet it out later today. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. It helps other people uh, find the show. We really do appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredolotti. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.